All right. Welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. Got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. Gang, I think I have made it incredibly clear on exactly how much I loathe Christian. You know what? Before we get, uh, wow, puberty. Before we jump into this, gang, I was reunited with Professor Flynn last night. Uh, we got on uh, the old, ooh, can't speak, got on the channel, had a great YouTube talk. If you guys haven't checked out, going to go for it and knock yourself out. You will not regret it. But it was good to talk to Professor Flynn last night. So, Flynn, that was great. Love you, man. Looking forward to a part two. But we were talking about uh, Christian apologetics because the creature formerly known as SJ became a topic of conversation. Hashtag, I wasn't surprised. And I've told y'all how much I can't stand those fuckers. And gang, you know you are dealing with a Christian apologist when a topic that at best should take two minutes literally turns into a 24-hour fucking debate. Again, when you do not have the answer, when you don't got the mots, when you don't have the juice, unlike He-Man, you don't have the power. When, when, when you are just sitting on a bunch of logic but fuckery, all you can do are, again, play these verbal games of three-card Monty and where's the queen. Right? It's not that difficult to answer simple fucking questions. Like, I remember I told y'all when I first went down the road, right? Okay, I'm an atheist. Let's look some shit up. And you cannot YouTube atheist without seeing a, a debate. And as usual, again, I still, and I, until proven wrong, I still think Christians doing debates and discussions, I'm sorry, Christian apologists doing debates and conversations and shit like that, <clears throat> excuse me, shit, on college campuses is predatory. Now, again, you, you, you are charging an 18, 19-year-old kid to solve the deepest philosophical and ecumenical questions ever raised, and when they can't do it, again, they, they will Frankenstein edit the shit out of that, Post it on their website, and Frank Turek destroys the college libs. Fuck you, right? But he went on a college campus, and Hannah, I still remember Hannah's name, asked Frank Turek at minute one, I don't believe in your God, but I'm a good person. Am I going to go to hell? How simple of a fucking question is that? It should take you longer to... <clears throat> clear your throat than it does to actually answer the question. Nine minutes and 37 seconds later, gang, Frank Turek still hadn't answered the fucking question. And I know I've uh, imitated his monkey ass before on this, but I'm going to do it yet again. So Hannah asks the question, right? Again, I'm a good person, but I don't believe in your God. Am I going to go to hell? And again, he has that same tone of voice when he goes into Christian apologetics mode. Well, what do you mean by good? Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a decent person. 
Well, what do you mean by decent? Well, you know, I like to kind of play the game by the rules that society has set forth. Well, what do you mean by... And he literally made that little girl define every word in her fucking sentence. But yet this is a man with a PhD. Gang, I've had so many fucking football-related concussions that there are literally days I don't remember what I had for fucking lunch. And I know what decent means. I know what good means. I know what society means. And so he was just bullshitting. And at the end of nine minutes and 37 seconds later, he does what he always does when he's on college campuses. Again, this is a predatory act. Well, if I were to give you a book for free, would you read it? Okay, again, he's just sitting there peddling intellectual cocaine, right? You know, meet me behind the dumpster. Right. Have, have your 20 spot. Have your 20 spot. Man, fuck you. And she and as she's walking away from the mic because she didn't want to read the book, she's like, oh, am I going to go to hell? His response. He still didn't answer the fucking question. That's a yes or no question, you intellectual baboon. But that's what Christian apologetics is. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this shit up is because yesterday I saw a quote by fucking fuckface Frank Turk. And I can't remember who he was quoting, and it doesn't really fucking matter. But it was something along the lines of, you know, if you, you know, deny God's resistance, blah, 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 blah. That means you're pretty much believing anything. In other words, you can be duped. You can fall for anything. And gang, I will never, it's like fuckface Ben Shapiro when he went in on Demi Lovato, right? Talking about what she sees does not align with reality because Demi Lovato is now non-binary. Okay, and then Ben Shapiro goes on to talk about why he wears his yarmulke. Again, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Hashtag I'm not a Jew. And talking about God this and God that and God created the universe and sick and all this other bullshit. And I'm like, okay, no theist has any ground to fucking stand on to rag someone else's grasp on reality. You just don't. And so fuck Frank Turk was talking about that, that, you know, if, if you don't believe in God, you, you can get duped and you'll believe in anything. And my response was quite simply, uh, remind me how a donkey talked again. That, that was it. <laughs> that was it. And then some fucker named Bill jumps on the damn uh, thread, right? Gang, I just wrapped that shit up this morning, right, with Bill. And his response was something along the lines of, can you prove that a donkey didn't talk or some shit like that? Or or, oh, it was, why can't a donkey talk? Because they don't talk, Bill. I mean, that's pretty simple, right? Show me a donkey that can talk. And I'm like, oh, how wrong I was. And then it went from that to, uh, well, Frank is simply saying that miracles can't occur. Okay, prove it. Right. Then it went from that to some bullshit about what, what was the next one? I should have written this shit down, but it was so fucking mind blowingly stupid. I didn't want to fill what little space I have left to commit that bullshit to fucking memory. But he kept going, trying to put the burden on me to prove that donkeys can't talk and miracles don't exist. And then finally, at the end, when I just, OK, I'm hanging up on this bullshit <clears throat> He called me a lap theist or whatever bullshit name is popular now and saying, I'm tired of your kangaroo court and thinking that you don't have a burden of proof. 
And I was like, Frank said that a donkey can talk. Fucking prove it. And if you think that a donkey can talk, fucking prove it. Right? Again, it, it, and it actually ties into what I'm going to talk about next. Gang, the reason why we keep having these stalemates just as a society on a whole, more times than not, we are not having the same conversation. We're just not. Nowhere in there am I sitting there making these bold claims that I know 1 million percent sure the answer to fucking everything. I don't. Again, I think I speak negatively more about my intellect than I do positively. Again, if you can show me that a donkey is good to go with, you know, reciting the alphabet, I'll be like, holy shit, I didn't see that one coming. But again, I never once said I was a laxiest. I'm not even going to bother to look that fucking definition up. <laughs> and I just not again, it, it, it's how they control the conversation, right? Yeah, and I did say, I just don't believe donkeys can talk they, because up to this point, they can't. Well, now you have a burden of proof. Okay, but here's the thing, gang. The bottom line, the end of the day, when you sign on the line that was dotted, Christians believe that a donkey can talk. Their magic book says so. In some way, somehow, 24 hours later, we're having to duke it out because now apparently I'm not an atheist, I'm a lack theist, and now I have to prove to the whole universe that donkeys can, can't fucking talk. So again, when you don't got the bots, when you don't have the juice, you got to play these games. Right? Again, I don't know, well, I do know it's so hard. Me and Flynn talked about it a little bit last night, but again, I can talk to a Christian. I can. What I can't do is have a conversation with a Christian apologist. Because again, their only mission, they have zero desire, in my opinion. They have zero desire to convey the truth. Their only mission is to win a debate. Again, when Hannah asks a simple yes Again, here's someone who hasn't even completed college yet. Fuck phrase Frank Turek loves to pound his chest about his PhD and asks questions that a third grader wouldn't ask, right? Well, what's your definition of good? Again, I, I, I can find someone who can't keep their underwear clean, someone who can't legally own shit or cast a vote. So again, when you don't got the bots, you, you got to play these stupid fucking games. And again, I was simply responding to someone saying, you know, well, if you're an atheist, you know, you'll, you can get duped. And again, if you believe that there's a man in the sky watching everyone jerk off and taking notes, then, then you don't get to rag someone else's grasp on fucking reality. Right? So when I say, yo, explain to me one more time. Again, and apparently Bill does not speak fluent sarcasm. That was totally a sarcastic comment on my part, right? Explain to me one more time how a fucking donkey can talk, dude. Right? And it went from that to, again, now, apparently I'm a laxiest. Again, I'm not even going to bother to look that shit up. And now I'm the one who has to scientifically prove how a donkey can't talk. So, again, Christian apologists, man, fuck y'all. Right? Y'all are the personification of what is wrong with this country. We cannot have the same discussion. And so as a result, we just sit here and we're going to run the same fucking laps. Once again, that was fucking lovely. And we're about to change topics. But before we switch topics, you know how we do it on this show. Hold on. You know what time it is. 
Mm, delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. All right, gang. <clears throat> wow. Why am I so fucking hoarse today? Happy Juneteenth. Yay, Negroes. <laughs> this is a good fucking day. I mentioned this yesterday on Twitter. Gang, go the fuck out there and celebrate. This is a big fucking day. For those of you who take pleasure in this podcast, first and foremost, step your game up. Some crazy dude who drinks too much is talking. You got to go find something else to do. Thank you. Hashtag I love you all. But if it wasn't for Juneteenth, my monkey ass wouldn't be sitting here talking on an overpriced microphone. Took two years for the word to finally trickle down to the state of Texas. Oh, yeah, by the way, you can't own black people anymore. This is a big fucking day. I am the way I am about black history because my mother used to pound that shit into her children's head. It was very important for her, uh, to her, that her children know where we came from, right? Our history goes way deeper than, oh, yeah, by the way, we were inconvenienced by slavery. Then some dude named Martin came along and then it's all good. Yeah. Now, well, now, now, thanks to fuckface Greg Abbott and all the other fucking governors, who are, you know, whitewashing history, literally, that's what today's kids are now going to learn, right? Slavery was a hiccup. Man, it's going to happen. But now everything's hunky-dory. Everyone's equal. Yay, right? But my mother wanted more for her children than just sitting here listening to this revisionist history bullshit. So Juneteenth was something that we always observed. If I'm not mistaken, we went harder on fucking Juneteenth than we did on Christmas and all the other holidays. Juneteenth directly affected us. Again, I've told y'all what's a movie for some, a, a, a hard book to read for others, for everyone else. That is real fucking time, Jack. Again, it's about my fifth time telling y'all. Before my dad's balls dropped, he was out with his dad, my grandfather, cutting lynched black people down from trees so they can have appropriate, uh, a proper and dignified burial. It wasn't a book for us. It's how my parents grew up. I'm hearing these stories first fucking hand. And I've experienced a little bit of racism myself, right? So again, it's a big fucking day, Jack. My mother was raised on a plantation, actual plantation, her high school diploma reads out that my mother uh, graduated from a proper Negro high school. That's the label they put on it because she couldn't go to school with the white kids. But yet, some way, somehow, it's super hard being white in this country. Hmm, who knew? Hold on, gang. Unrehearsed, unplanned swig of Hendrix. Damn, my voice feels like there's fucking gravel in the back of my throat. <clears throat> But back to Juneteenth. So again, like I was saying, the, the, a lot of our fucking problems is because we're not having the same conversation, right? And I'm sitting here, and as of yesterday, you know, as, you know, they're making it a federally observed, a nationally observed holiday now. All the stupid idiots that are giving Juneteenth even one ounce of kickback. You know, for all of you who want who keep pounding your chest about how great America is and how equal we all are, you all are some hypocritical sacks of shit. 
everyone should be doing fucking jumping jacks and, you know, fucking lighting fireworks over Juneteenth now being observed. But we're not having the same conversation. It's kind of like Black Lives Matter. Some way, somehow, and goddamn, I mean, with the quickness, how fast did this country mutate Black Lives Matter into some way, somehow, meaning fuck all white people? How the fuck did we do that, gang? Seriously, y'all remember all that bullshit? But what about white lives? What about you? Fuck you. I mean, seriously. Again, we're not having the same conversation. But that just kind of speaks to our binary way of thinking now. All the way on, all the way off. It's either 100% hot, 100% cold. Right? I mean, that's not, I hope, well, it is, but that's not the way it should work. Again, I've told y'all there's someone at work who, yeah, I know, hashtag, who's fucking surprised now? There's someone at work who every time the gun talk, you know, pops up because this person is, you know, all the way over here, right? It's like, you should be able to own a fucking bazooka and a World War II Sherman tank, and you should be able to keep a nuclear warhead underneath your bed. And so this person's stance is, if you don't agree with me, clearly you're the exact opposite. No guns at all whatsoever. And every time it comes up, this person's like, yeah, but you're so anti-gun. I was like, I've never once fucking said that. Right? This is why we don't make progress. I've said for the millionth time, I am not anti-gun. I'm actually very pro-gun. If you want a gun, knock yourself out. I just don't see what's the harm with sitting down and having a conversation on, uh, you know, maybe what kind of gun, guns people should own. I don't know if y'all have noticed, we got a little bit of a murder problem in this country. But again, it's this all or none, super binary way of thinking. So as a result, Black Lives Matter apparently means fuck white people. We hope you all die. I don't know how we got here. But Juneteenth is a celebration, again, of when Texas finally got the word that maybe you should set those people free. And in typical American fashion, we, we have spun this into something that it just fucking isn't. Now, you guys are going to think that maybe these are some extreme examples, but they are not. Again, this is a, a representation of how this country is, not just on this topic, but all the ones that really seem to matter. This is why we keep butting heads. Let's start off with fuckface Charles Tiberius Kirk. Again, I've said before, if you don't know who that is, you are going to live longer than I am. This guy is a puppet of a human being. Someone's hand is up his ass like a ventriloquist and just making his bottom part of his jaw move so he can say some incredibly vile shit. Again, it's no matter what Trump does or the hardcore Trumplicans do, he's there to say that was the greatest, most phenomenal, most tremendous thing that has ever happened to the American landscape. When in fact, more times than not, it's nowhere fucking close. But what did this fucker say? Let, let, let's read it. I had to write this shit down. This is your daily reminder that we wouldn't be celebrating Juneteenth had the Republicans not freed the slaves. Okay. First and foremost, Chuck, please go fuck yourself. Again, how, how, why is it? Uh, I, I know why it is. But instead of recognizing just simply fucking recognizing that Juneteenth means the big guy can't be owned as property. 
Just hang your fucking hat on that, dude. But instead, you have to bring up this bullshit argument that just the way we are now, right? Look what the Republicans did. Well, first and foremost, fuckface, and I know why you're thinking this, because you got the Coontress in your back pocket, or you used to, I think you fired her. Maybe you heard of this little thing called the Southern switch, the Southern strategy, right? Where quite literally, Republicans and Democrats simply switched ideological platforms. The name stayed the same, but the words changed, Jack. And so again, it, it, it's to say, you know, well, look what the Republicans did. By the our thinking, with our mentality, now guess what happens? The exact opposite. Republicans freed the slaves. That means Democrats hate niggers. And again, it's I would again, I'm going to keep saying, well, what what's the profit? But now I know it is to splinter the shit out of us. Again, there is absolutely no reason. You know what this is like? And I remember my mom teaching me this lesson when when you're describing someone. Right. It, there, there, for her, there was no need or very rarely a need to hang the skin color on that person's description, right? Especially when it's not necessary, right? It's, well, what position did Robert play? I can't remember exactly which, but his hand was on the line. Uh, he lined up right outside the tight end. I know he was a run stopper. He's black, right? It's like that. It's like there's certain times where it's just not fucking necessary, right? Now, now, if I had committed a crime, yeah, you, you want to be as specific as fucking possible. Same thing here, right? What happened? Juneteenth. That, that's when the slaves were freed in Texas. Great. Oh, yeah, by the way, the Republicans said, okay, it's the same thing. And again, especially with today's mentality, especially with today's mentality, let me tell you how the Trumplicans are going to fucking hear what Charles P Tiberius Kirk, Kirk said. All they're going to hear is Republicans freed the slaves. Therefore, Democrats hate black people. All we should be doing today, gang, is sitting down, hugging our next door neighbor, celebrating this enormous accomplishment. But instead, it is now a political right versus left uh, argument. That is how fucking talented this fucking country is. And one more in Charles Tiberius. Again, it says Black Lives Matter somehow means fuck all white people because he and the other examples, they all found a way to throw this bullshit ass argument into the game. And that is we are replacing July the 4th. No, we are not. No, we are not. But again, they are speaking to the lowest common denominator. And the sad part is they have a big voice, these fucking low and common, lowest common denominator assholes. These people have valid voters cards, right? And so they are gassing up the hate. Observing June 19th apparently now means we're trying to replace July 4th. Nowhere in the declaration of fucking the Emancipation Proclamation or Juneteenth is fuck July the 4th. That's exactly how it doesn't work. If anything, Juneteenth is an incredible vitamin supplement to July the 4th. Again, hashtag episode mood killer. Can you guys hear Papa in the background? This dude is a fucking asshole. Papa, shit. But again, June 19th, 
does nothing but enhance the flavor of July the 4th. Because again, for all of you who want to sit here and continue to tell me how great America is, well, it can't be that if I'm not free. It can't be that if women can't vote. It can't be that, assholes, if women can't choose what to do with their own meat. It can't be that way if we are making it harder in this country for poor people to fucking vote. Again, this whole make America great again, again, that means we are hitting the rewind button. We're going back to something. And what some of you fuckers want is for us to go back to the societal stone ages. Again, all this does is enhance the flavor of July the 4th. And nowhere in a logical person's mind should reside the seed that grows the plant of this either-or mentality. That June the 19th is replacing fucking uh, July the 4th. That's not how it works, Chuck. You're a sack of shit. Now we're going to move on to the Coontress, fucking Candace, fuckface, I'm a bedwinch, Owens. Yes, I called her a fucking bedwinch. Gang, there are no words to describe how deep and white-knuckled my disliking is for this asshole. She is quite literally the one that in 1800, if we were all trying to posse up and escape the plantation, that's the one that would run to Maza in the middle of the night to tell him the niggas are about to run away. She makes every black person's life significantly harder in this fucking country. Every time we try to take two steps back, she cuts our legs out from underneath us. <clears throat> and again, na name them. Ben Shapiro, Donald Trump, just name all the fucking asswipes. They do not do a fraction of the damage that Candace Owens does to us. Because she looks just like us. She sounds like one of us, but she isn't one of us. She gasses up the race, uh, racist assholes. Because again, it's one thing when Sean Hannity says it, but it carries 9 million more pounds worth of weight when it comes out of a black person's mouth. And so again, here this asshole is saying, Juneteenth is so lame. Democrats are repackaging segregation. I'll be celebrating July the 4th. I'm an American. Okay, fuck you, Candace. I mean, for real, again, wh what is this segregation shit? We are not having the same conversation. <clears throat> again, where in Juneteenth do you see any segregation? June 19th actually is trying to end segregation. It is saying that finally, Robert Reed and everyone who looks just like him, we are trying to stand on equal ground. But that is officially what Candace Owens isn't saying. She, all the white people are sitting there saying, well, what about white lives matter, motherfucker? She's their cheerleader, right? And again, and, and this is why, again, it, it, the reason why I'm stuttering on this one, gang, because this one is actually hard for me to talk about. I mean, I'm starting to get dizzy and my blood pressure is getting all spiked and shit. Last year was so hard for not just me. There's a lot of people who feel just like me on this one. And that is, how did three simple letters like Black Lives Matter 
end up a fight. All Black Lives Matter was saying is, hey, see that black person over there? Yeah. Let them go home. And some way, somehow, this country took it as an attack on whiteness, an affront on whiteness, that actually that white people are the fucking uh, racist victims here. I mean, again, I'm trying to calm down. I'm legitimately getting upset over here. But how did this fucking happen? And now here we are celebrating non-segregation, or at least that's what it's supposed to be. And you've got people like Candace Owens selling the racist assholes on something totally different. Again, this is actually a great spot for a halftime break. Because again, I'm becoming livid over here. So I'm pushing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill, say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Then I'll be back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. Gang, I'm not even close to bullshit. I had to calm down. I actually took a very extended break before I came back for uh, part two. And it, it was reminding me a while back, I was helping a friend out and that friend did me wrong, right? And people were asking, why wasn't I more upset? I mean, they didn't, you know, dox my social security number or, you know, steal money, but they did me wrong. And I was like, oh, that just happened. And I moved on. And several people were like, why aren't you more upset by this? And I was like, I I proportion my offense that walks hand in hand with the depth of my relationship with that person. Now, this person doing me wrong, oh, was it comfortable? No, I wasn't a fan of it. I wish they hadn't done that. But let's say 10 is the max amount of friendship I, I, I have to give out. This person was about a three. And so they got a three-level reaction. Now, I told y'all, my boy, Simon, out of a possible 10, he's about a 33 and a half. Now, if he would have done the exact same thing, I would have been curled up in a ball, crying in a room, wondering where did I go so wrong? How could someone who I love so much Treat me this bad. So again, I I proportion my offense to match the intensity of the relationship. That is why Candace Owens is over here giving me a fucking stroke, gang. Again, when Sean Hannity says something fucked up, Tucker Carlson, Donald Trump, Richard Spencer, all those idiots, when they mouth off, you're like, ah, okay, yeah, look at you. Of course you say some shit like that. But when the person who's offending you looks just like you and call me crazy should be fighting on the same side as you and they pull this shit i mean i really get pissed off i don't know candace owens for shit and she will never know me from a can of paint but again every time we take a step forward it's someone like a candace owens who seriously just cuts our legs out from underneath us 
how do we expect to make any strides when we have someone like her getting on nationally televised uh, programs pretty much saying those black people are bad. Oh, yeah, you racist assholes, you white people, you're the ones who are correct. So that's why that shit pissed me off so goddamn much. And I had to take an extended break because, again, we are really trying. And when I say we, not just my Negroidal family, but, again, my Caucasoidal brothers and sisters from the island of Caucasus and everyone else. We are all trying to step on the gas pedal, but Candace's monkey ass keeps throwing the car in neutral. So we can't go that far. And here's the thing, gang. Again, the whole July 4th thing. Yeah, I observed July the 4th. Yay. I, when I had a family around here, it's like, yeah, you pop the fireworks and you grill and hot dogs. Yeah, it's a fun reason to celebrate. Just like Christmas. When people find out I'm an atheist, I'm like, oh, that must offend you. He's like, no, hell no. Nah. Well, if anything, Christians celebrate uh, Christmas just like atheists. We spend way more money than what we should. We get fucked up and we sing Christmas carols. You know why? Because they're fun. Right? So no, it doesn't offend me just like July the 4th doesn't offend me. It's an excuse to have fun. Why wouldn't I? But here's the thing about July the 4th. When July the 4th became July the 4th, again, they weren't talking about us. They weren't talking about black people being free. They weren't even talking about women being free. July the 4th, when it was July the 4th, 1776, did nothing but jerk off rich, white, land-owning Christian males. That's a fact, Jack. That is a fact. And I remember Trump, you know, you know where does it end with that bullshit argument about, you know, taking down monuments and shit? And I remember him mentioning, you know, well, what about George Washington? Here's the facts about George Washington, gang. He was kind of an asshole. He was a slave owner. His wife was a slave owner. And apparently they weren't the nice ones. And again, just in case someone's getting ready to say that bullshit, that you can't judge yesterday's morality by today's standards, again, go fuck yourself. Yes, I can. And yes, you can too. Because if all you're doing is going to throw stones and throw punches into, well, how, how are they going to make a living back then, Robert? I said it before. Fuck if I know and I don't care. Go sell some ass. Go sling some rocks. It's not my job to tell you how to keep the lights on, motherfucker. But I can judge it by today's standards because just like today, if you call me a nigger and you string me up by my neck until I'm dead, I'm probably not going to like that. Just like the slaves back then didn't want it then. So, yeah, I actually can't. And the reason why you're asking that bullshit is because you're looking at it through the wrong fucking lenses, right? So yeah, George Washington, he wouldn't have been my friend. I wouldn't have liked the fucker. And if you're any kind of non-racist, you wouldn't have liked the fucker either. Let's keep it real. But again, July the 4th, yay, great. America has its independence. But when they were, you know, making people line up to get their, you know, just desserts, there was only one person in line and that was white dudes who had money, who owned land, who believed in the right kind of God. And so when Candace, <clears throat> you know, goes on, you know, Operation Double Lubricated Hand Job, you know, about America this, America that, blah, 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 blah. I don't think this idiot understands. And that's the reason why I called her a bedwench. She doesn't understand that in 1776, 
The only difference between me and Candace, I would have been working outside the home, and there's a good chance she would have been working inside the home. And I'm not saying this to be glib, gang. I am not. Y'all know how I feel about this topic. Candace would have been repeatedly raped, if not by uh, the slave driver, by the slave, uh, the plantation owner. And again, I am not saying that to be glib at all. I am just kicking the actual fucking factuals. And so when you want to sit here and say how great America is and all we need to do is observe July 4th, 1776, Candace needs to get her facts straight. <clears throat> right? And again, and me and Flynn talked about it a little bit yesterday about how much of some of this shit is an act. Right? And I told, I, I would be the least bit shocked. I wouldn't. Because again, Candace is someone, <clears throat> God damn, how many, you know what? My voice is still gravelly. And you know how we fix gravelly throats on this voice. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth, let's go. And I'm still fucking gravelly. <clears throat> but the act, okay. So even if this is an act, and again, I wouldn't be the least bit shocked if it was an act. Because again, this is someone who sued on the grounds of race. Remember when she was being terrorized in high school? Candace sued with the help of the NAACP and she won and she got a pretty sizable check for which I am not hating on. But now she turns around and says that there is no racism. The NAACP and Black Lives Matter are worse than the KKK, blah, blah, blah. Candace Owens, shut the fuck up. Right? And again, I, again I'm not even know where I'm going with that because again, she makes me so fucking upset. Right? But again, it's, she would have been treated like shit. And so, again, I, again I'm trying to pick up where I left off. Because, again, she, she really does make me mad. My blood pressure is going back up. Hashtag, I'm going to have a stroke. But she wants to celebrate 1776 only. Nah, act. Even if this is an act, I don't care. I, I do not care if this is only a fucking act. Because all that matters to me are the end results of that act. Right? Even if she doesn't believe it, she's gassing up the people who actually fucking feel this way. Again, I told y'all, I was not ready to go back physically to work uh, during not just the, it was the, during the George Floyd incident, right? Again, all the overt racism at my place of work, I did not have the strength to be, you know, the happy Negro and just kind of ignore it. And my boss, are you ready? Are you always like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not, I can't. Because it, I am one sentence away from choke slamming the shit out of somebody. And I remember the last time I stood up for myself, they threatened to write me up when people, when it became, you know, the topic de jour to say, you know, uh, Robert, no one has it harder than a white man. You just don't understand. And I chewed someone the fuck out. It was loud and it was ugly. And they said, you got to sign this disciplinary slip. And I said, no, the fuck I don't. I don't have to do shit, but stay black and die. Everything else is a choice, Jack. And I'm not signing that shit. And then long story short, to my company's credit, they saw what was going on the floor. And they said, Robert, we get it. We now got your back. But back to this portion. And finally, because when I said, when I'm one sentence away from literally hitting someone with a stone cold stunner, I, I can't take this shit right now. And that's when my boss said, 
If you do, we got your back. It's like, okay, I'll see you tomorrow. I walked in there, gang, <clears throat> and the first person up, I will never forget this day for as long as I live. It's like, hey, it's great to be back. My first appointment, this person opened up their mouth to say, Robert, I agree with Candace Owens. I'm like, oh, shit. Robert, I agree with her that blacks are the only ones who raise their lowest uh, factor to martyr status. And I was like, I'm turning my black ass around. <laughs> Told you I'm not ready for this. I was like, fuck you. I can't believe you would say that to my fucking face. So again, this act, let's say it is an act. This act is gassing up racist fucking people who actually feel this way. Again, when Tucker, who I'm getting ready to jump on now, says it, you're like, okay, here is a rich, entitled, racist white dude. Of course he's going to say that. I would be shocked if he didn't, actually. But when Candace says it, that's what hurts the fucking most. So again, again, Candace, you got to get your shit straight, girl. <laughs> you want to sit here and jerk off 1776? Let me tell you something, Jack. You and I, we wouldn't have been treated the way we're being treated now. So you keep that in mind the next time you open up your fucking puke hole. But now Tucker, fuckface, McNeil, McSwanson, MacRib, MacFuck yourself, MacFuck myself, fuck Mac my dogs, fuck everything. I can't stand this fucking topic, Carlson. He gets on there and does exactly what he does. He gets up there and gasses up his racist fucking audience, white people whose average age is 713 fucking years old. Are you fucking kidding me? And convinces them. Again, these are Google-worthy questions. But he knows he's not going to, his audience isn't looking shit up. <clears throat> Man, sorry about all this fucking hacking, gang. He is simply feeding three million racist assholes a night, a big hot steaming bowl of hate-filled porridge. And they lap that shit up and ask for seconds and thirds. They do. They love it. But now Tucker's on his fucking show. Again, the most watched news anchor across the board. That's MSNBC. That's CNN. That's Fox. That's He has more viewers every night. And he sat there and he told them the bullshit that... Juneteenth is trying to replace Independence Day, right? If you like uh, 17, uh, July the 4th, then you're a racist. You have to be 100% on board on fucking June the 19th. Again, nowhere in that statement has an inch, an ounce of fucking truth. Again, but it's just binary thinking. If you embrace Juneteenth, then clearly you hate America. No, 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 nowhere does it say that. But again, 3 million people, over 3 million people, actually, they listen to him say that. And you know what? They fucking believe it. I'm going to tie the last fucker in here as well, because, gang, if I keep going on this, I, I swear to you, I'm going to have a fucking stroke because I could have gone all day on this. But I saw also a clip of the militant midget, the tiny tot, the dude who still needs his mother to fucking cut his steak and put his juice juice in a fucking sippy cup that he holds with both hands because he's so fucking tiny. Fuckface Ben Shapiro. <clears throat> I, I watched his clip. And again, he started out saying all the right things. Right? June the 19th is great. Ending slavery is great. 
He wrapped it all up. It's just like how you poison a fucking dog gang. If you spend any time in the country, you know how this works, right? That, that nuisance dog that's, you know, killing neighborhood animals and terrorizing children. What did you do? You took an old piece of meat that you're probably going to throw out anyway, and you put some fucking poison in it. Poison in it. You just leave it out in the middle of the night. You know what happens when you get up? You got a dead dog in your front yard. Because by the time that dog realizes <coughs> what's going on, it's too late. All they smelled was the delicious meat. They, they, they could not pick up the fact that you just poisoned that dog. And that's exactly what Ben Shapiro did. Because again, it, Tucker, he, he doesn't have to. His audience, again, as far as racism, no breaks, all gas. Just give it to me, Tuck. Just give it to me. Ben's audience, not so much. And so that's why he's like, ending slavery was great. We should absolutely celebrate, you know, June the 19th. He said all the right things. But right as you realize, oh, shit, there's poison in the middle of this steak. It's too late. Because he fucked around and said the exact same shit. And that is, they're teaching you to hate America. If you like June the 19th, if you think it's an important holiday. Again, he's already said freeing the slaves was a pretty good idea. Thank you, Ben Shapiro, for letting me live. But again, by the time you realize what's in the middle of that stake, it's too late. You've, he's already wrapped you in. Oh, it was a great idea, dot, dot, dot. And so now here he is telling his audience if you embrace June the 19th, you hate America. And that's what they're teaching our children. This is part of the reason why they hang their hat <clears throat> on fucking critical race theory being so detrimental. And again, we're not having the same conversation because you know what? If what they said was true, I would support them. I don't think you should teach children to hate America. I don't think you should teach anyone to hate America. But again, what the actual argument is, is we are critiquing America because despite what the hardcore Trumplicans believe, America has some fucking uh, deficiencies, Jack. There needs to be some correction. Where's the emotional whiteout so we can rewind the fucking typewriter and type over it? I just used the word whiteout. How many of y'all remember whiteout? <laughs> How many of y'all were <laughs> taught to, holy shit, that made me feel old. And because I feel old, hold on, you know what time it is? Mm, delicious. Jen and Truth, let's go. But I really did <laughs> just date myself. Miss Thompson, 10th grade, was it 10th or 9th? Typing, y'all remember it? Oh, man. And when you had the plug-in ones, when you finally got the electric ones, remember what that room fucking smelled like? And that soft hum? Of the uh, typewriter motor. Ah, oh, God, then you, ah, uh, how the fuck did we, how many fucking carcinogens are in whiteout? And there was always some asshole in the back that would, you know, and sniff the whiteout to try and get a buzz. Oh, fuck me. Today's kids, you got, y'all are so worried about fucking peanuts. Go fuck yourselves. Everything we did back in the 70s and the 80s should have fucking killed us. Grow a fucking nutsack. We're back on point. So again, these messages are wrapped up <clears throat> in, in almost a very delicious steak. And again, no one is saying hate America. No one is saying that. 
But we're all we're doing is trying to point out that America does have some soft spots. There are some things that need correcting. And all critical race theory is saying, here are the facts. Because again, y'all know the saying, shit, for those that don't know history, you are doomed to repeat it. And again, Abbott, fuckface DeSantis, Trump, all these assholes who are cutting down critical race theory and shit like that. They, they don't want to face the facts. I love America enough to rag the shit out of it. Why? I want America to be better. And part of June the 19th is showing the improvement that we have made. I will repeat for the, literally probably the 12th time. My dad has the memory of cutting lynched black people down from fucking trees, Jack. We don't do that as much anymore these days. So yeah, America has made strides. But let's not act like fucking everything is hunky-dory and we all come together at night and fucking hit the marshmallows over the campfire because we don't. So again, this binary thinking, if you if you love the 19th, that means you hate the 4th. Again, all this is doing is further separating us and putting us basically right where we deserve to be. And that is... Smack dab in the middle of, are you fucking kidding me, Bill? America, we got to step our fucking game up. Well, once again, that was lovely. Gang Bunko Bobby has hit y'all's monkey ass with two major problems. So as a result, Uncle Bobby is going to hit your monkey ass with two major solutions. First one up, Christian apologetics. Shut the fuck up. Again, a simple yes or no question should not turn into a two-day-long debate. Your, your, your inability, no, your refusal to answer simple questions tells me everything I need to know about your position. And I said this in my episode about those fucking snake oil salesmen. In no other realm of life is Christian apologetics applied. It just isn't. Right again, if your babysitter, if you found out had a single accusation of sexual misconduct with a child, and you're like, yo, yo, but before I even think about hiring you for another gig, I need to know, did you actually molest, you know, the Johnson's little kid? And if their response was, well, what do you mean by molest? You'd beat the shit out of your babysitter. And what was left, that's when you would call the cops and say, yo, yeah, I don't, don't even bring a squad car. You may just want to bring like a fucking vacuum because I just beat this fucker into a pile of dust. <clears throat> Again, absolutely positively in no other realm of life would you apply this logic. Not even you fucking apologist. But you do it because you want to win a debate. Your ego is so fucking big that fairness, you know, playing by the actual rules of logic, you're not going to do that. All you want to do is be able to say that you own the atheist. So again, your game is so fucking frail that it requires these bullshit-ass logic traps to even think about going forward. We see right through you. And y'all are some fucking assholes. Next one up to the detractors of June 19th. Shut the fuck up. 
Again, if your description of June the 19th was accurate, I would fight by your side, but it's not. It's nowhere even close. And again, here we are, once again, not having the same conversation. June 19th is the observation of when Texas, two years after the fucking fact, got the word that you can't own slaves anymore. That's it, Jack. And nowhere, nowhere in Juneteenth does it say hate July the 4th. But in order to push your racist agenda, yeah, racist, in order to continue to keep simple-minded racist assholes pissed off 24-7, full of piss and vinegar, this is what you feed them, right? And I, I, I fuck everyone else. You know how I'm going to end this one? <laughs> Candace Owens, shut the fuck up. I'm literally over here getting ready to have a heart attack. You won't hear this, but you, young lady, are the reason why we can't get forward in a lot faster pace. Again, the people that you are pandering to have an enormous fucking audience. And I think that was your brother. (laughs) Someone sent me a clip of, you know, talking about how he's got a medical degree and all this other shit. And I wouldn't have it if I would have believed that the white man's holding me down. Again, we're not having the same discussion. We're not in the same argument. This is like the people who try to argue against evolution by saying something stupid like fucking, you know, well, why not just survive with the fittest? Why don't you just, you know, beat me up and take what I've got? Because that's not evolution. Right? You, you guys focus on singular acts of violence. Like, that's evolution. No, evolution deals with population. Do you understand that? That, that? Again, yay, your brother got a medical degree. Yay, Candace, you're successful. Two examples, even a hundred examples. We're talking about populations. We're talking about a system that was built on fucking racism. And oh yeah, by the way, slavery. Those ripple effects still touch us today, Candace. And so when you sit here and you pander to the white racists like Hannity, you you were on Tucker's show, all these assholes, you were lending credibility to people who no matter how much they smile on your face, Candace, they fucking hate you. They literally laugh and call you nigger behind your back. So again, you you have no idea because you don't care about how much damage you're doing to your own kind. Gang, the big guy's going to go calm down. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm, 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 I'm about to have a stroke. The big guy's held you all long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth. Let's go. Gin and truth.